Hi everyone, my name is Irvin. I'm John. And I'm Kyle. And this is The Theology Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, welcome. Greetings. This is our final episode for the series. Yeah. And Carl is going to take us through. Yeah, so as we wrap up this series on being a new people, we're focusing on this value of being missional. And typically, when we think about being missional, we think about like overseas work or going somewhere and doing something far away. But what we see as we look into scripture, we begin to recognize that missional is so much more because it's more about what God is already doing in this world, how God is a God on mission. To, to restore this world and to save this, the people of this world. And so for us to look at missional, we want to see passages in scripture where God might show up in unexpected ways and partner with unexpected people to accomplish his purpose. Yeah, for me, the first passage that comes to mind is actually one that we've looked at before. It is uh, Luke chapter 10, verses 25 to 37, the parable of the Good Samaritan. I find this really interesting in the sense of being missional. Because if being missional is all about partnering others who are not like us for kingdom purposes, it gives me an image of a hand reaching out to grasp another's hand. And in this parable, you see how the hand that reaches out was actually not a Jewish hand, but a Samaritan hand. And in fact, it is uh, the hand of the scorned reaching out to the hand of the scorner. So I, I find this really interesting because it's so unexpected in the world of Jesus. It's, it's upside down. Mm, yeah, I think it's really good. And I love the context of that passage as well. Because uh, as I've reflected on that, the idea of Jesus has just sent out the 70 to go and do his mission work, uh, to not just teach, but also to heal and take care of other people. So when Jesus is having this conversation where he tells the story of the parable of the Good Samaritan, it's in the context of it's not about what you know. It's about how you reach out a hand to help. That's an important aspect of God's mission. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and in conjunction with that, my passage is very similar because it also involves a Samaritan, but this one isn't just a parable. This is when in John chapter four, when Jesus meets the Samaritan woman at the well. And I find that one very interesting and missional as well because Jesus doesn't just reveal himself as the Messiah to this woman, but he, in a way, he partners with her because she goes back into the village there in verse 30, and she tells all the people about Jesus so that they come out to him. And so she draws all of these people to him, which is really interesting when you think about it. She's not your typical missionary, right? Mm, she's a broken yeah, woman. She's right. Samaritan. She's an outcast. And then she's been living in these bad relationships. And yet God chooses to use her as the person who goes and evangelizes an entire town. And that's really powerful. And so when you think about, wow, this is what God's mission can look like. It's not about the messenger, but it's about how God uses the messenger to accomplish his purposes, even when those people are very unexpected. Mm. Are you going to complete the Samaritan trilogy with Philip going to Samaria? No, 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 just kidding. Yeah. So just to tag on to these instances where God uses strange messengers, I think of a story in scripture where God uses who you would expect to be his people and his messenger, but he brings him into a very strange mission field, as it were. I'm thinking of in Jeremiah 29, where the nation of Israel has just been conquered. They've just been exiled into Babylon. And, you know, they're living as these refugees, as this defeated people in the midst of their conquerors. And then God tells them something that sounds very missional, but very strange because of where they're in. He says in Jeremiah 29, 4 to 7, Thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, 
to the exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, build houses and live in them, plant gardens and eat their produce, take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters, multiply there and do not decrease. That seems like a really strange way to do mission. It's often that I think when we think of mission in today's church, we think of, okay, we have something that you do not. We have resources and finances that you do not. We have a gospel message that you have never heard of. Let us tell you about this good news. But this story in Jeremiah seems to suggest mission can be done another way, that we can live a life honoring to God, even when we are the ones who are uncomfortable. We find ourselves outside our comfort zone and like the Samaritan, man, we can do mission even though we are the ones being scorned. And that's just so counter-cultural to how we have talked about missions. Mm, it's a really good point. And it takes place in the marketplace as well. Because if you're going to be fruitful and multiply and you know um, become affluent in the land, you've got to be in business as well. Yeah, In the midst of the people. Yeah, you, you don't just do mission by telling people about God, but by planting your roots there and by buying and selling, living, yeah. So what does that look like for us in a practical way? How do we become missional in this regard? If we value this kind of missional lifestyle that God is calling and exemplifying in scripture, what does that look like for us? I think it shows me that being missional is a calling Everywhere we go. And I'm not just referring to, you know, using scripture to preach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's really important. But like John, you just mentioned, it, it makes me wonder, am I planting my roots deep enough where I live? Or am I planting it very shallow? Do I seek the welfare of my neighbors even? I, I'm not even in Babylon, you know, so I should seek the welfare of my neighbors all the more. Yeah, I'm thinking we do live in Singapore that is only 20% Christian. It's not small, but it's still the vast minority. And I wonder if sometimes we have this sense that, oh, we need to stick with our own people. You know, do not be unequally yoked and go fellowshipping with those non-Christians out there. And in that sense, we might find ourselves in a Babylon-type situation. And is our calling then to just stay with our own people? Or are we perhaps called to build houses and live among these people and live and be in the marketplace in such a way that we continue to honor God in our businesses, in our friendships and relationships. I think about how some of the most missional moments for me in my Christian ministry don't always occur in the church building or even with church people. When I go and hang out with my friends from secondary school or from JC, those can be some of the most missional moments where I encounter a group that doesn't always interact with Christian people. And I'm sharing and living in such a way that shows them, hey, this is Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. On a very practical level, this speaks to me that God's mission is more than just one track, a single track of going and teaching people. It's not just about an education method. It's not just about going leafleting or door knocking or whatever it is to try and get people to adhere to my brand of faith. But to be a missional person in God's eyes is to actually open my own eyes and say, how is God's will being accomplished here? What are his purposes? And how can I participate in that? And sometimes that looks very different from our traditional forms of doing mission. It means opening my eyes up to see God might be using somebody in a very unexpected way. And maybe I need to partner with that person and help them draw closer to Jesus as a result. 
So it doesn't mean that I overlook or forego any kind of teaching opportunity, but I open my eyes to see that God is doing something bigger and I want to participate in that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's also about seeing that the image of God is present in everyone. Yes. In different ways and together we are the full image of God. Yeah, and I think that's what's so beautiful about all of these values that we've been talking about over these past few weeks is they all interplay and they all overlap to accomplish God's purposes on this earth. And that's what being missional really is all about, is to follow the mission of God. So we hope you've enjoyed this series on how God is calling our church family to become a new people. And we pray that we will together grow in being image makers, being revelational, being compassionate and restorative, and being table spreaders and being missional. That's all we have for today on the Theology Podcast. We'll be taking a short break as we transition to our new building, and we look forward to seeing you again in February. See you then.